Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Hi, this is Keith Sutton with Arkansas Farm Bureau. Today I'm in Newport with Bill Robertson, the cotton extension agronomist for the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture Cooperative Extension Service. Bill, today we want to talk uh, about cotton and uh, everything cotton. So uh, let's start about we're we're in early April right now. Where are things in regards to cotton uh, this planting season? Yeah, I, I appreciate the opportunity to, to visit with you about cotton. But, you know, before we start, let's, let's, let's do a little bit of recap on last year. Okay. Last year was a tough year. There wasn't anything easy last year. We got it done, and, and uh, we had some pretty good yields. Uh, but there wasn't anything easy, so I'm hoping this year will be a little bit easier. But our fall was so wet, our spring was so wet, we're just now getting some field work done, and, and then we get some more rain in. So, so it looks like things are starting off being tough again. But, you know, we didn't get a lot of cover crops planted last fall. You know, we got a few people trying cover crops, but we got way less than what we intended to plant, even for the few acres that we do. And so we got some challenges there. Everybody has ruts. And I know uh, a lot of corn, a lot of rice, and there's some beans going in. Everybody's working as hard as they can to address the ruts, and we've got that in the cotton too. And but you know they're they're prioritizing because they they got to get is you know I'd be I'd be anxious to get my corn seed in the ground, so they're they're getting that going and then shifting over to the cotton. But you know we're kind of in that state where we're addressing the ruts. Uh, we got burned down that we're thinking about on a, on you know to to clean up our fields and get them ready for planting. That's really kind of where we are now. I've seen uh, some fertilizer rigs going here just the last few days. Uh, uh, a lot of people that need to put out you know um, if they need to put out some some P and K. A lot of that's going out, and usually there's a little bit of nitrogen that goes out on the front end. But on cotton. You know, we we want to we want most of our nitrogen to go out in season. But you know, there's some of those things that are going on right now. Uh, I think pretty much everybody's already worked on variety selection. There may be some folks that are still looking at varieties. Uh, you know, I think uh, the last few years, uh, I guess the last three years, Delta Pine 1518, which is a Bogard 2 Extendflex uh, cotton, has been our most widely planted variety. And, uh, it, you know, there's some others that, that uh, whooped it over pretty good. <laughs> you know, when we look at our, uh, you know, it still did all right, but there's some others that, that, that outperformed it last year in our variety test. And I really expect, uh, in you know, the farmers I visit with and everything, the Delta Pine 1646, which is also a Bulgar 2 Extendflex variety, is probably going to be our most widely planted variety. But there's not enough of that seed to go around. And, you know, one variety is not, not going to fit everybody. And we've got a lot of other good varieties from the other seed companies that people are looking at. And so I think uh, most people have gone in and, and made their choices. And and, uh, and sometimes we've had to look at substitute varieties for that. There's a lot of good places to go to get data. But on uh, line, you can, you can Google Arkansas variety testing and get in there and, and see not only the variety testing results from the, the OVT that Dr. Borland does in the county test for cotton, but all the other commodities are on there too. And, I, and I, I'd like to think that most people are going there and looking at that information. 
I saw this week that we're looking at maybe the fourth year in a row that cotton acreage will be up. Is that is that? Fun? Yeah, yeah. Uh, our yeah. Uh, predictions are you know a lot of people predicting Arkansas cotton acres be up fourteen fifteen percent. Uh, it's going to put us a uh, little over half a million acres. Uh, <clears throat> there's, I see the biggest increase in acres really down in southwest Arkansas. Uh, they had in the neighborhood of about 8,000 acres this last year. And I know there was some cotton that didn't get picked down there. It, it, they, the, they rely a lot on custom harvesters. And the custom harvesters they rely on were from Texas. And the rains held them up. And they were forever getting up there. And uh, one farmer I work with, I know he had 500 acres that didn't get picked. And know, so there's uh, some issues there. So one of our uh, uh, employees was down this week uh, to see some cotton getting picked. It was left over from last fall, getting taken yeah. out of the field. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, kind of the joke was one farmer said, well, my birthday, my cotton's fixing to have a birthday. It hadn't picked it yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a, a That's good not really joke, funny. is it? No. <laughs> but, well, uh, but we're up again. But I think our acres uh, are going to be up. And, uh, and, you know, we, we've really got a lot of our capacity stretched. I think our acres would be up a lot more if we had more picker capacity. Uh, some of the, the farmers that have, have, have been in cotton are still strong in cotton. Even last year, they said, Bill, I'd plant a lot more acres of cotton this last year if, if I had more picker power. Uh, but, you know, we get into a wet fall like last year and, and really string things out. And, you know, our, our pickers, our combines, you know, a lot of things are stretched pretty thin right now. And in a, in a year like this last year really, really shows out on that. So really, before planting this spring, they kind of need to have a harvest game plan, right? Because oh, yeah. That's that's a big deal with, with so much cotton and not, yeah. not as many and, gins, perhaps, as we need. Yeah, and it's not just cotton. I remember Jared Harkey put something out the other day. You know, uh, remember, we can. It, it'll take us well over a month to harvest what we can plant in a, in a, in a week or 10 days. And we're, we're the same way in cotton, so we need to have a plan we need. We really need to have a field that we can put a picker in by the middle of September, and so we have to. Ha- we need to have some early maturing varieties on on some ground that we can get the pickers moving, and it, you know it's not a lot different for cotton than it is a lot of other crops because really you know we we need to be out of the field by November one, you know if we're going to keep our yield potential high have uh, to minimize. You know our losses of cotton falling to the ground, but we also have fiber quality losses from all because you know by the time we get in the first part of November, we get the weather fronts through pretty regular and it sets in and rains. We lose we lose a lot of quality. So November one is still kind of our target date to be out. So you know it doesn't take long to do the math in our picker power because you know on the new six row pickers the with the uh, the onboard moduling system. You know, I know some people that, you know, that can bust 100 acres a day and some of them on really good, you know, early in the season when you have really long days and you get a dry morning and you can go and go and go and not do a lot of turning around. I know I've heard people talk about picking 120 acres in a day. That is a lot of cotton. But you look day in, day out, you know, as we get further in our season, we get later starts and we quit earlier. You know, about 85 acres is, is what a lot of them realistically feel like they can cover in a day of picking so you can do the math on that and see 
see when you need to start? Well, right now, uh, we're uh, early April. It's raining again pretty hard today. It looks like it's going to rain all weekend in a big part of the state. How how does that affect uh, planning time and, and trying to hit those goals as far as getting yeah. everything planted so you can get it harvested in the fall? Yeah, you know, that's... You know, that, that's part of farming. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> but anyway, but what we look at historically, you know, about April the 20th to the 25th, usually, you know, if our weather's nice and it's dry enough to get in the field, we're, we are on go to plant cotton. But look at last year. There wasn't hardly any days in April that the weather was warm enough to plant. We didn't really start planting cotton much until about the last three days in April last year. And, and luckily... It may just uh, one of the weathermen in Little Rock was, was I remember as we got toward the end of May said every day in May has been above average temps and the cotton just jumped out of the ground growing and didn't look back and that helped on a lot of things that stayed ahead of the thrips um, it 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 made a lot of things a lot easier but still uh, with our weed control we just you know last year we just did not have enough hooded sprayers and and broadcast sprayers to do everything we need to do to stay on top of things that you know it's gotten to where now everything early season revolves around managing pigweed everything uh not just for cotton but for other crops too so that's kind of where we, where we get into our buying but you know when it comes time to plant cotton if if i could look at just one thing to tell me if things are good or not i like to look at the heat unit accumulation five days after planting so heat units on cotton is, you know, is, is the, the minimum temperature for growth on cotton is 60. So we do a DD60. And so you take the average temperature for the day. So you, you add the high temperature and the low temperature and divide that by two to get the average temperature. And then, t- and then subtract 60 from that. And the difference is, is how many heat units you accumulate in that day. And so if five days after planting, I can get 25 heat units or more, that cotton you're going to put it in the ground four or five days, it's going to be coming up. And our seed treatments, uh, you know, so much so much of our early season insect control and our seedling disease and even a lot of our nematode uh, control is on the seed. And those products, they don't last till the cotton gets to a certain size. They, you start the clock when you put that seed in the ground and they're going to last about so many days. Well, it, it, you know, and so we want the cotton to come up out of the ground in four or five days, you know, you know and when we start getting, you know, seven days, 10 days, 14 days, uh, it, we kind of get a rough start. And sometimes the cotton, you know, <laughs> I grew up, my dad used to talk about, you know, cotton was like sheep looking for a place to die from the day they're born. <laughs> well, my wife and I are sheep farmers, and there is a lot of truth to that. <laughs> Some of those little critters are just, you think, man, they're just looking for a place to die. Uh, but anyway, so so we got to give cotton a fighting chance. And when we plant it when the right temperatures and all that, and our seed treatments work so much better and, and so forth. But, you know, even if we get in, say we're sitting here today, it was May the 10th. And I look at, you know, we, get a, we can get a cold front come through and all that. If I look at the heat units five days after my planter runs through the field and I can't bust 15 heat units, well, then you need to keep it parked. Uh, so, you know, we've got some information on the, the Internet on, on, uh, on heat units after accumulation, and that's a really good guide. 
Last year, we had we were in the 40s, and even sometimes we were in the 50 heat units the five days behind the planter. And, and we all saw how quick it come up and, and started growing, and, and uh, it made such a big difference stand, especially in front of our thrips and, and other things. The good thing for our farmers is there's a, a lot of information available through Cooperative Extension. Uh, you have folks who you help and other yeah. folks help. So uh, if they're running up against the wall with anything they need, they can holler, right? Yeah, the, the, you know, the Arkansas Row Crop Blog, it, it, it's a, a wonderful program, a run, wonderful tool to, that we can put up-to-date information on and, and get information out to folks. So, And we're going to try to do that, too. This is our first chance to visit with you, but we're just talking. We're going to try to get together maybe at least quarterly and give folks an update on where things stand and what's going on, provide the information they need to help them uh, have a good uh, season, especially when we get to harvest time. Uh, that sounds great. It's it's wonderful to have partners that you can work with. Because uh, we're all, our our main everybody's goal is for our farmers to be profitable, and that's the direction we want to go. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your time, Bill. Thank you.